Go. Good morning. Oh, yes, well, yes, I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. No, no New Year's resolution, Kadeem. Man, <laughs> man, man. We talked about that yesterday, man. I, oh, yeah, okay. I, 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 no, 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 I'll give you a little context before we can jump into it, Matt. So we we was on the uh, how we was before the show started. So we were talking about it, and he had the topic: uh, New Year, New Me, or not. They jumped in. So, so me and me and Brian was like, "You mean a resolution? No, right. no, no. I mean New Year, New Me, or no?" I said, I, I said, Brian, he just don't want to say the word. He really mean New Year resolution right. or no? That's what he meant. I'm like, We're not talking about no resolution. And, and my girl, my girl Lisa was like, "I don't want to talk about no resolution." <laughs> I'm like, so we had feedback from the audience to see <laughs> we don't want to talk about no resolution. Wow. Yeah, so it wasn't just us. Okay. It was it was it was the audience also. You know what? I, I see how you spent that right there. Like see, see that you see that new right? year, new me or not. Listen, let's keep it real. Let's let's keep it real. Don't we 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 do have resolution? Like I had to sit and really think about it. We make resolution. We just don't make them declarative like we used to. Because everybody is declaring to do something different this year. Matt, do you hear how you said we? Let's not go into the next year. Yeah. That inclusive language. Yeah. Just say I. I'm glad I wasn't there yesterday, man. I'm happy I wasn't a part of that conversation yesterday. All those who are watching, man, happy new year. Glad to be back. Good to see you guys. Blessings. Stay blessed. Those good to see you again. All those yes. who are in TV land, internet land, Facebook, YouTube, all over TikTok, wherever you are. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. All right. My son wants to say good morning. He's, he's here. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. All right. Got a little company with me this morning. Yeah. All good. Yeah, he's like he wants to start commenting too. I'm like, nah, not yet. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah, All right. he got resolutions. He got resolutions. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, See? this hey, 2023 like is his year. This is his. Why are you putting that on the man like that? The man might not. He might be trying to get hard food, and you over here trying to keep him on Simulac. <laughs> Yeah, man, he's trying to walk. You should say he's going to walk this year. He's going to walk. See? He did this year. I'm going to take a couple steps, you know. I want to run, too. I see y'all running. I see how y'all do. I'm going to get down with that. All right. So today we're talking about how to open up and finding the right help. Um, And specifically, of course, we got uh, Matt Genius, a uh, licensed therapist in the building, and we're going to be discussing just kind of like some how to's on what we can do. Cause you know, we was chatting yesterday and I was just asking him about, you know, when, when getting a therapist, you know, who does the responsibility kind of lie on for the right sessions? Was it the therapist or is it me with opening up? And he was like both. Cause he was like, you know, finding the right therapist that can relate or connect with you. 
and and give you the proper help as well as you build willing to open up and and <laughs> and just put it all out there put everything out there so the therapist can kind of put it together like okay okay this is this correlates you know i don't know where this comes from you need to dig a little deeper right. you know just to have those conversations to help you to make sure that you get the help that you need or the reason why i'm here because right. so i'm not wasting my time i'm not wasting the therapist's time and we are moving forward you know as and as much as i i feel like the therapist would want to just get paid he wants progress as well because it's just you you killing me killing my killing my vibe right. <laughs> you're yeah. coming in here yeah you, you should you should desire change you know on both sides you know for us therapists we can't be invested in change more than the client right you now so right. even before the client gets to us what right. we hope that that is happening behind the scenes is that you're doing the preparation work for change why what does that mean that means that you have to come in ready to start working you know you can't come in and expect the work to start once you show up the work has already been started once you've made the decision that i'm going somewhere for mental and emotional support, you have to be that uh, prepared environment to receive what they have to give you. Right. You show up there with resistance, then you already have a block on change happening in your life in those areas. Mm. You know, meaning, if I know I'm going to therapy, I have to start making sure that I am malleable, meaning I am like at least you know moldable in, in, in ways that I, I may have been rigid before. You know. Okay. Okay. You know, meaning I have to be ready to have certain conversations, right? Be ready to have certain understanding challenges challenged. I have to be ready to be more vulnerable. And so that's my work. You know, I have to start thinking about man, what do I need? What do I need in my mind space? What I need my mind to be to be ready to have a specific conversation, you know? So is it is it like um so I'm like, I feel like I need therapy. I feel right. like I need a therapist. Step, right? that's, that's step one. I feel like I need therapy. Do I need like, do I need to know what what I want to be fixed? Like, I I need I want to be able to have a peace of mind. I want to be able to sleep at night. Like, I feel like you know, like should I have kind of not really have the solution because I wouldn't need a therapist if I had the solution, <laughs> but just know what I want changed. That's good. Yeah, I mean. I think most of us have the solution already. Therapists, okay. the ones, yeah. that, the ones right, that are right. the ones that are effective, just help pull it out of you. You know. Okay. And, but what 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 you're saying is that should you have a list of things that you want to work on? Right. Yes, that definitely helps us. You know, it gives okay. us a jump a, a jumping point into where we can kind of guide the direction of therapy. If you know that these things are the issue, then it would also be well to know how you'd like those issues to revolve to be resolved. And also how, how it would look like, what would it look like to have those issues resolved? That's a good question that I usually ask. Like, let's say if you weren't depressed anymore, sir, what would your life look like? What would your day to day look like? Right. That's different from your state of mind, your state of emotion, your state of interactions right now, you know? Right. And so you're kind of, you're kind of giving me a blueprint now to lead you towards that specific outcome based on you already having a, uh, you know, a knowledge of what you would like that life to be like, right. feel like look like smell like taste like everything you know because gotcha. the more descriptions you have the easier it is for us to now create something from mental to actual physical you know we're right. helping all we're doing is help guiding you to that destination but it's good for you to come with as much information as possible being open to have those hard conversations you know 
or be open to, you know, to be challenged because, you know, some of the things that are understood aren't necessarily all the things that we need to understand. So sometimes you have to be open enough to be like, okay, maybe my perspective Mm -hmm. may have been skewed by this experiences, by these experiences, by trauma, by, by, by current emotional scars, by a lot of things. So it's, it's just making sure that we are in that good space, you know? Mm. So, so it definitely starts before you even make that call. Gotcha. Gotcha. What's up, Ephraim? Good morning. What's going on, fellas? Blessings, blessings, man. Stay blessed. What's going good. on, my brother? All good in the hood, man. Um, so what what would be so from a from a uh client perspective or someone that's that's needing a therapy, um are there are there signs of good therapist, bad therapist, or how would you how would yes. you like how do yeah. you know you in a good space? I mean, that's, that's I know, a good question. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there it's, it's not all therapists with degrees are good therapists. Now you have to do your research. You know, right. you really got to do your research, meaning read, you know, read their reviews. If they don't have reviews, then, you know, that, that may be a sign that they just getting started out. So read the reviews, man. People are honest. <laughs> you know, People are, I think sometimes too honest sometimes <laughs> about what they feel, you know, uh, but read the reviews. Uh, also, go and read their dis- their descriptions of themselves online. Okay. See what area they specialize in. The see how long they've been doing it, you know. And and then just you know really get a sense for them. You can even make the phone call before, you know. See if you can get them on the phone okay. for a five minute, ten minute conversation. Okay. And trust your instincts. Trust your intuition. You know, believe it when your instinct is telling you you should give this person a try. You okay. know, or I don't think this person's for you, you know, you know, believe it and then move forward. And it's not a knock to say that the first the first one or two people may not work. That doesn't mean give up. That means keep trying. You know, if this is something that you really desire for change and keep knocking on those doors until you find that person that will be a good fit for you. And that person's out there. I definitely believe that person's out. there. You just have to be able to put in that work, make the phone call and then. If you feel like that person's for you and they don't respond the first time, you're well, I called once. <laughs> I left a message. Right, you, right, know? Right. you ain't going back. They ain't right. going back. You know, some, you know, I'm a therapist, man. And sometimes I don't get back to some phone calls sometimes for weeks based on what's going on, you know, based on what's going on. So, and, and I hope people understand that. Some, it's just sometimes one person running the shows. It's just right, me and another right. therapist in South Florida. And so sometimes we do get backed up and we do miss calls and things do fall between the crack. But if it's really your desire to find a person that really vibrates with you, matches with your energy, keep keep shooting that shot. You know, for those for those who know about, you know, when, when, when you guys were bachelors, first time a girl told you, no, if you gave up, that's on you, bro. <laughs> right. You know, that's on right. you. You got to catch her doing the holidays or something, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, let's see. I'm not even speaking on that. <laughs> he said, I just did a story about maid candidates and medical assistance and death. He used to be for the terminally ill. Well, then now uh, just passed legislation to extend it to the mentally ill. That's that's interesting. He said, really honest. Uh, he also he asked the question, do you have a preference between a psychiatrist versus a psychologist? Those are two different things. Those are two different professions, you know. No, so sometimes no. we do sometimes we do get it twisted. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Break, no, break it down for him. Break it down for him no, because no, no, let him know. Let him know no, you I'm know. Saying one of them is you know, uh, it's kind of uh, a 
gives you a medical uh, prescription of some type of medication to ease or subside what you're going through. And the other one is more just generally, um, um, I guess you could say conversationalists. Right, right. So, right. so, so most, most mental health professionals with an advanced degree, meaning a master's or a PhD, most, if not all of them, can do therapy, meaning they can do talk therapy. They are, if they get licensed, they can do it. However, not all of them specialize in those areas where that's okay. where they practice. You know, a psychologist is usually the PhD level psycholo uh, psychology uh, person who studies psychology that is able to do more research, okay. you know, more in the research area of psychology. The psychiatrist, of course, can do talk therapy as well but they're more uh, towards prescribing and diagnosing, you know, prescribing and diagnosing as far as the heavier psychiatric issues, you know, deeper mental illnesses and stuff like that. And so they still can do talk therapy, right. but they, they, they don't necessarily do the same thing. A psychologist doesn't prescribe medication. A psychiatrist prescribe medication uh, a mental yeah, health my mama, my mama had a psychiatrist a nurse practitioner you know uh, prescribed medication uh, a doctor can prescribe medication and right. can prescribe medication but psychologists myself which is a licensed marriage and family therapist we don't prescribe medication clinical social workers don't prescribe medication mental right. health counselors don't prescribe medication professional counselors don't prescribe medication as well right it's more the holistic Right. We, we, we're more aligned with talk therapy and even right. those differ in, in slightly different ways, meaning we all do talk therapy, but the school of thought, meaning how we approach the mm. problem may be slightly different. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good morning, Pastor. Good, good morning, morning, gentlemen. Good, good morning. morning. What's going on there, good sir? It's another day, another opportunity, man. That's what we're doing. Yes, I'm indeed. The conversation. Yes, indeed. Um, if you guys had any questions, just feel free to jump in. He said, I, I see so many New York who game. Oh, wow. He said, I see so many psychologists in New York who game the system. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Listen, man, I, I, some, sometimes pe people think that because, you know, this is a helping profession, there ain't no scammers. Scammers are in every profession, you know? So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I can't say yay or nay to that, man. I've been a part of certain systems that I'm like, I can't work here too long because that's this gonna be on my record. So let me right. hurry on up, get what I need as far as experiences, and get yeah. out of here. Right. Because right. you know, not everyone seems to be aligned with their ethics, you know, right. as far oh, as helping are. people. You know, this is a business of helping people, but businesses first sometimes, and people you really utilize the system to profit instead of actually having a true desire to see people well. And so you just have to make sure, like I said, trust your intuition, you know, trust, you know, I used to tell people when I used to do presentations at churches and schools, I say, pray for a good therapist, pray that God will send you the right therapist, you know, pray, right. you know, and then once, once that prayer is answered, I'm sure that right person will come your way right. and then you will start seeing changes based on your efforts and theirs. Indeed. And so many people make it without therapy. I know you suggest it for everybody, but would you put it as critical? Does everybody need therapy? I wouldn't do that. You know, I would never do that to say everybody needs therapy. What I'd say is that everyone can benefit from therapy. You know, okay. I, I would say that, but it's not for everybody. Some people have their own ways of finding, re you know, resolutions with their problems and some people do well, but some people, they go their entire lives suppressing, masking, 
medicating, you know, and, and learning how to cope within whatever makes sense for them. You know, now the, the underlying question is, is your quality of life where it needs to be? Are you right. truly happy? Are you, are you truly safe within your body? Are you truly right. safe within your mind? Are your relationships being expressed the way you'd like for them to be expressed and so forth? And if the answer is yes, then by all means, continue. I know for me, you know, I, I'm not for everybody as a, as a therapist. Some people come to me and they love me. Other people come to me and be like, Matt, I don't like how you approach things. And I'm like, that's okay too. Because yeah. I, I know that my approach is specifically for those who vibrate and resonate with me as a clinician and as a person, as a man, as a father. So therapy can definitely be beneficial for a lot of people. But is it for everyone? Does everyone have to go? I don't think so. That's good. That's good. But I guess it's that um they call it therapy, I call it robbery. <laughs> so so um when it comes to this sounds like the person who had a bad experience with a with a girlfriend and I'm mad at all women. Right, right. And listen, listen, man, I there ther therapy isn't that profession to where you know it's an exact science. Right. And so people have gone to therapy. And, and have had experiences where it's like, man, I'll never go back. Which right, I understand. Right, but right. listen, you go to McDonald's and get your order mixed up almost nine out of ten times, but you still go back. <laughs> man, I keep telling them no pickles. They keep putting pickles on my sandwich. You keep going back. You go 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 back. You give let, other let, things Can I ask a question? Matt, what is your favorite meal? <laughs> my favorite meal. This is a really good question. My favorite meal... I think is uh, beef ribs, beef ribs, beef ribs. Who beef makes ribs. the best beef ribs for your palate? <laughs> Tony Romas. Tony mm. Romas. Shout out to okay. Tony. So you're <laughs> saying that when you eat Tony Romas beef ribs, it's an experience. It's definitely an experience. Okay. Uh, see, that sounds therapeutic to your body, to your taste buds. Oh yeah. You see where I'm going? Like I get in the yard planting flowers. Uh huh. Therapeutic. Everybody needs some kind of therapy, but not everybody has to go to a therapist. Right. There are levels to this. And so the, the question of does everybody need therapy? Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has to deal with something that's therapeutic. It makes you feel better about right. your day, about yourself. So we all need some type of therapy to remain whole, but not everybody needs to go see a person to have that conversation. A professional therapist. So I want to make sure that people understand uh, because somebody will walk away and say, you're right, everybody don't need therapy. Wait a minute. <laughs> everybody doesn't need a therapist. But somebody Matt, has to provide therapy. Who, who, who's been easier to uh, uh, let me make up a word, therapize? Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on, we got a call on that. Men, men or women? Hold on, hold on. Time, my time, my time. It's going to be in the who, men or women. Oh, man. Who, who has been the most receptive to therapy? That's what we'll say. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Look, when, we, when, it always, when it comes to the battle of the sexes and, and, and this emotional thing, it's it's always in favor for the women you know women are more prepared to have these conversations you know they come in and they have an idea of where they are mentally emotionally they come in they usually have a space as far as the direction they want to go 
the men is usually a little bit more difficult, but that's my area though. You know, I, you know, I understand why us men, we have resistance towards being more open and vulnerable. First of all, I don't know you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Why are you, why are you asking me all these questions, by the way? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? So that resistance is automatically there because, you know, we're, we're programmed to see a, a person on the other side of us, specifically another male, as competition. You know, so usually when a male walks in my office, it's usually the same routine. You know, they, they size me up. They look me up and down like, let me, let me you know, give me that look. And I, and I welcome it because I understand that that's their way of breaking their discomfort and getting into a space of comfort. You know, they have to they have to see and feel my energy to make sure that I am a person that they can trust and be vulnerable and, and, and yeah. become open with. So if that's necessary, then by all means. You know, and I think it's it's okay for us to go through those steps until we don't have to anymore. I don't mind giving the first session to the grilling. You know, what I'm saying, but where, where, but where you from though? You know, but what high school you went to? You know, who's your favorite rapper? You know, what I'm saying, yeah. who, who you really like? You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's more to break down with the men, but the women yeah, kind of already. Yeah, yeah. Do, do yeah. women stay in therapy longer though? Oh man, I you know what I I couldn't say, man. I, after this, after fourteen years, man, I can't really say. I, I would say that most of us need to stay longer than we actually stay. Mm. Because I think sometimes when we start to feel some semblance of health, right. which is good, you start to feel some semblance of health because you you have started a routine. You know, you started a routine. You haven't actually mastered the routine or allowed the routine to become. Uh, you know, like a, a part of your personality, and then you kind of like, okay, I think I'm good. I think my relationship's fine. We stop, we stop arguing, you know, and so I think we're good. And so you move on sometimes too quick before you've gotten enough tools to maintain and then elevate from the point of where you started. Gotcha. Mm. So, so I'm I'm gonna say something. It's controversial. Now, what you think, Kaneen? <laughs> Sorry, inside please, please do. <laughs> oh, I feel like even even just to say at some point, I think everybody needs a therapist. I think everybody I, needs a therapist. I beg to differ, man. I, I figured that, but I think everyone has something they've not released, something that's holding them, that they've not discussed or talked about, you know, that can open up their world. And you, we always look at success as people that either earn a lot of money or do certain things. But I feel like there's a level of freedom that comes with, just like we get, we go to a doctor for our body. I think we need someone in a mental health space, mm. you know, as a check-in. So, no, man, I, 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 I don't know about I, that. I don't know about I know. that. I, I, know. I would say I would say to this, I think everybody needs that confidant, that person that they can speak freely with and, and, and with, without boundaries. No, I get you. I would say that. But as well, far as me needing a therapist, yeah, I, I, I've been to several. Like I said, I've had a bunch of them. Right. But, I have as well. Yeah, I, but, but I mean, do I... I guess I I wanted it because at in that point in my time in my life I didn't have that confidant I didn't have that person I could share my thoughts with and get feedback 
and and have uh information that I thought was sound coming back at me. Right. So if I was and so that's probably why I went to a therapist because the information that I was giving the folks trying to see if they would give me back good information sounded like boo boo. So I wanted to be like, you know, I wanted to get information that I thought that could help my situation or give me guidance to a better situation. Right. So I I, I can't say everybody like I've seen too many make it without it. So it's hard for me to say everybody needs it. I mean, we're making it. All, all five of us are making it. But but also, there's no. Can anybody give me a guarantee that if I reveal this deep dark secret, that I'll be healed? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so Man, I go to the doctor. I get a guarantee. And I got I got I got cancer, and and I I know I go to the doctor and I've been sick, been throwing up, some right. discoloration, all that. Hey doc, something on the inside. Ain't working, man. Would you check that out for me? E, I found what it is. It's cancer. You're gonna die in two days. <laughs> you feel me? So he's he found what it is. We know what's going on. It's now been released to the world, and I still have no help, right? So there's no I can't say it's everybody needs it if there's no guarantee that it's gonna be fixed. No, nah, I, I mean like, bro, bro, like what I say when I got on dialysis and when okay. I found out I had cancer. My head was shook, but you know what got me through it? It was other folks who was going through the same thing I was. It was those group sessions that I would go in there and, and spill my guts and get their information, and they was like, oh, okay. Well, this is what I had. But these were survivors also, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have got out of what I'm already getting. I'm just not getting into so yeah. I was I was getting that information. They made like that is the other side of this. This is not the end of everything. So, but these weren't therapists. These were just other people who had experiences that I had who came out the other side on a positive note. Because they you didn't know exactly what it was though, right? You knew exactly what was going on. You know, like you was in the situation. Someone next to you was in the same situation that had gotten out, so they can kind of guide you. As far as thought process, I know what you're feeling, brother. I know what you know, what you need to look or you need to see. You and, know, however they transpire. Yeah, but but that wasn't there. The same thing now. I got a I got a homeboy right now who just got on dialysis two months ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving him my outlook. Like, hey man, when you go in there, they're gonna have all these tubes. You're gonna have these ports in your chest. Yeah. When you get ready to take a shower, you're gonna have to wrap yourself up in plastic because you can't get it wet. You're gonna when you go to dialysis. They might take too much fluid off. You're gonna start cramping. The worst cramp you can get is your stomach because you can't rub it out. When you do, it's, it's certain stuff that he wasn't aware of, but I gave him information to calm his mind down because he was wondering, like, what do I do, man? How's this gonna be? Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, but I'm not a therapist. No, I got you because you're in. Hold on, before you throw your hands up, you in that exact space. Hold on, you in that exact space being able to share an experience, right? Outside of you and your experience, who else can share that? Your doctor, your nurse, someone they, that's trained and they, I'm, no, hit me out. And they, and they know only reason that you can share because you guys are in the same space, right? Many of us go through things that, yeah, I passed it and I can share some similarities, but there's a depth that sometimes that I feel. Like I said, I probably Listen, don't know. So, so I, I, I got to interrupt. Please Just for do. a second, because 
first of all, not no one wants to hear what they need. You know, once you start to say what people need, they're like, man, you can't tell me what I need, what I don't need, you know? And so right. uh, from, from my profession, we can't tell people what they need, man. That's, right. that's not, no we can't start off like that. What I would say is I'll go back to that language we said earlier. Everyone may benefit right. from, right? But not everybody need, you know, I can't mm. say what you need. You no have to have that belief that this is going to work that's for better, you. That's better language. Better you know, from. If if you don't believe it's going to benefit you, then please, by all means, don't come. Right. Because if right. you come without that belief that I can actually assist, right. if you right. come looking for reasons why this is not going to work, it's yeah. not going to work. Because you're going to see you. I knew I knew it, Matt. I knew yeah. it. As you come back as next you week. Open your- <laughs> Yeah, I knew it was gonna be a waste of time before yeah. I even made this Man, point. We four sessions in, right, my right. life has not changed. Right, right. So <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes people look for the reasons why it's not gonna work. Hundred percent. I think you know, benefit. They'll find it. They'll find That's it. That's so Everyone can definitely benefit from it. <laughs> you know, and so but you have to be ready for those benefits to be able to you know latch on. Right. You know, you right. have to. There are different people who believe change happen in their lives at different times. So what is your perception of change and how does change work in your life? You know, if you don't understand how change work for you, then you, you won't, you may not even be ready for the change to start or to even begin that process of change when it comes to your mental and emotional state. I like to prepare people by educating them about what mental health is first, you know, and because sometimes we're like, man, my mental health is fine, you know, but what is your mental health? People, sometimes people don't, don't, sometimes we're not aware, you know, of what's happening in our minds and in our, you know, emotional states. And so without that awareness, you can't even call out what is, what it, what it is that's actually impacting you. And so by creating awareness, then we can create more conversations about what's not aligned with your optimal health, Right. you know, and then you can start saying, you know what, I didn't even know I needed this change. I didn't even know that my mind desired these new ideas of healing or coping. You know, I didn't know my heart needed a space where I could actually heal and learn how to forgive in an effective way. You know, so sometimes it's an educational conversation. By the way, man, look, I know we did that that uh, that that uh, that chat with the guys last year, and you know, I, we need to have more of those because those are those opportunities that presents people with people with opportunities to become educated on, you know, their health and to be able to identify signs and symptoms to say, you know what, I'm not healthy. Maybe I should go seek, you know, this professional to get the assistance that I need to get better. You know? Yeah. I I still think I need to see one because how I feel about my old man, uh, even though he did, I'm still pissed off at him. And and, and he ain't here for me to yell at him no more. And I'm (laughs) That's I'm good. mad at the memory of him, so I know I need to see somebody. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's stuff we need to get out, you know. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's not to say that you can't get it out without being in the presence of a therapist, but who doesn't need a little assistance sometimes, you know, really getting and digging deeper to point out those areas where we may have a blind spot. You know, yeah. I know I have blind spots where, you know, certain mental and emotional states are just not seen to me based on how I was raised or based on some of the things that I was exposed to, I just can't see it that way. And so it helps for me to gain another perspective by sharing my understanding and seeing if there are other understandings that could be more beneficial 
to my optimal health, mentally, emotionally, wow. spiritually, and so forth. He said, I feel you can even I feel the same way about my stepmom. Wow. That's good, Jeff. Thanks for sharing that. Wow. That's good. That's good. But I, yeah, so need is, you're right, is strong. But I think benefit from, I think benefit from is 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 big um, to, to definitely help in, in certain situations or just life in general. Because there's, there's, you know, there's always those blind spots, those, those blockages. Like, why do I? struggle with maintaining friendships why do i struggle with you know just a simple thing I, i'm trying to connect with my children i feel like it's just hard you know like what is it that i'm dealing with? what's going on in my head that i can't get over you know what is it that's keeping me from really having genuine and it's mostly like relationships genuine relationships and or even maybe keeping a job like man i don't know i'm on a job six months i'm ready to go <laughs> it's, just, it's just I can't I can't I gotta get, get another job I just I'm, when I'm someplace too long I just gotta go I just can't be here too long um, yeah that, that sounds like fair commitment to me right I might have that then because I quit every job I ever <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never got fired I always quit oh you better hear that let me quit first yeah I hear that yeah I'm, I'm a I'm gonna hang in there. It's falling apart. Wait, no, 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 no. It's not. It's not gonna close. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> you know, I'm the. I'm the. I'll overcommit. Like, no, no, no. I'm staying. I am staying. <laughs> but they said something. No. They didn't mean it. They didn't mean it. <laughs> you know, these, these companies ain't loyal, man. That's what I was about to say, man. You way too loyal, bro. Yeah, I, I just walked off loyal. in the job, man. I'm talking about with both fingers in the air. <laughs> Telling everybody they number one. Yeah, and, and then what was so crazy about it? I really needed the money, but I'm 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 throwing both fingers up walking to the bus stop. You feel what I'm talking about? Right. I'm like, I can't even go to the car. I'm going to the bus. It's funny looking back, but we did see it that time, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't find me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Oh, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Can we, can no, we, no, we, man, no, it's not. We are not for the one right now. No, it's not time. Man, I, time I, I, for, I'm trying to start some trouble. Time trouble. for what? <laughs> he don't want me to throw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect that man platform. Oh, yeah. He know I won't throw it out there though. Let me not even ask that. I, I, I ask y'all this a lot. Hold on, let me, and we can kind of pivot a little bit. Just and so I was looking at the. I make sure I'm saying his name right. Demar Hamlin. Am I correct? Yes. Demar Hamlin, looking at his name. Yes. Um, and I didn't. And it's funny. I didn't really process the fact that they didn't just like delay a game because that's in the generally what happens: injury, delay, and then they keep rolling. That's that's time out because of injury. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And, and so this situation, they just postponed the whole game. I was like, man, that's big. You know. Yeah. You don't just stop it in the time of year. Yeah. Now you know you you y'all remember the last time they did that? No. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, uh, Frazier. Uh, uh, not Frazier. Uh, yeah, the linebacker number fifty. He broke his he broke his spine. Yeah, but they didn't propose. They didn't post. They delayed the game, but I think they still played. They delayed the game. Yeah, you talking? About, oh, you mean ended the game? Can he? I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh that delayed. Was, uh. It, was it that was a long time ago, right? Somebody died on the I field. I can't remember that. No. I don't never see nobody die. 
I don't Ain't know. Nobody ever yeah, nobody there's ever one instance where somebody died on the field, but that's a long before any of us was. Well, we were born, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember now. You telling your age? You old? <laughs> don't think you. Don't think we in your age bracket. Ain't right. nobody no got no nickel in front of their number. You know what I'm saying? Just you. <laughs> <laughs> but and I, I bring that up, and and I think about like, was it? I mean, of course, was it a moral conscious decision? Like, man, you know, I don't want to just continue on like we don't care. No, um, but, or was it a but just, give, just give you context, AD. Yeah. That was 9 11. That was the last time they postponed the NFL. It was 9 11. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, AD, now I think what you're talking on the moral decision and, 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 and just to the NFL's point of view, they cannot win in this situation. I don't care when yeah. they play the game, it's going to seem insensitive. So uh, I don't envy them. They, gonna, they can't win. Um, but as far as the players, and, yeah. and, and as a former athlete, it's extremely hard. Uh, right. you, you need all your focus. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got coaches that will let you skip class that day so you can be focused on the game. Like you right. need all your focus in sports. Um, and that's just to perform well, let alone the safety pieces that come. You be right. up at the plate with a 99 uh, fastball coming at your head, thinking about what your girlfriend told you. If you want to, uh, you'll get you'll get blinded, knocked out. So you need all your focus to be into a sport. Um, and I think yeah. with seeing something like that, yeah. If they, I, I mean, I probably would have clapped for them. I don't know how you can play <laughs> after. Right. I mean, like right after something like that. How like, could we? How could we? I mean? Think about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as a player, I, you got it, it's sports, is, and people don't get sports uh, any credit. It's so mental. You know, oh, you yeah. get that rep of the dumb jock. If you saw an NFL playbook, I mean, your mind would just explode. So you have to really be concentrated. And I just don't, from the player standpoint, now the league, they run the business. But from the player standpoint, I don't know how you can play and keep, and, and literally, that's the, we have a term, keep your head in the game. How, how? You know what I'm saying? We don't know his status. We don't know if he's dead or alive. Right. I'm putting it like this, man. If he passed away mm. before this weekend, they yeah. not gonna play no games. If he right. if he's still surviving, right? If he's still in quick condition, they probably play games or they'll push it back like they did at 9-11. When they pushed it back, they was playing games on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, oh, wow. Thursdays. They got them games in. I forgot they all about that, man. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Yeah. 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 Things that stopped. stopped but that I think, time. you know, what happened the other day, I think what happened when when DeMar went down. They had to, they had to look at those players' faces. Mm. Remember, they were on the field wow. when they got the call. Somebody from up top said, "This is not a good look. Get those players off the field." Wow. All yeah. that transpired because remember, they were on the field, and there was a moment where uh, Stefan Diggs was trying to pump his players up, his teammates up, because they would get yeah. ready to go back on the field. Yeah, you could see him from the tears to let's go, let's go. We got to get it done. We got to get back because they were trying. Because initially they were trying to get the players back on the field. Right. They were going to pause for five minutes. And what ended up happening is after Trayvon, uh, after right. Stefan Diggs tried to do the encouragement rah rah thing, right. then players went right back over to the bench, sat down, couldn't even think straight. Right. They went yeah. right back to the same emotional state that they were in, and right. somebody said. We can't do this. Someone had to look at them and say, get them off the field. When they got them in the locker room, you saw that you saw the video. The coaches talking to each other. Right. Yeah. There's no way you can't tell. You can tell me those coaches weren't saying uh, these guys ain't going back out there on that field. I don't care oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but think, oh, yeah. Think about this, though. The coaches was crying. 
Right. Right. You know what I'm right. Uh, 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 if the players hit the field, I'm on the right. sideline. The right. coaches was crying. Right. Yeah. Right. But there were two things that worked. It was it was what the players and the teams wanted to do and the NFL. Which yeah. which like I say, we can discuss it if you want, but like they cannot win. There's there's no they already got the perception that this is slavery and a business and they drive I mean this and which it's a business, but like they just can't win it situation and they wanted them off the field because look for their product one one player actually said this in an interview he said he said what was really nice the fact that we didn't have to go back out there did not they didn't encourage us to go back out there and play on the field he said what was really nice what really felt good is ending that game made us feel human right that's what he said he said the nfl made us feel like we were more than just players football players right that we were human players said that and and for him to say that it tells you how they feel right right. playing the game yeah Yeah. 100 um i I mean i bring i bring it up more or less because we're in a we're talking about mental health and the and some of the and the benefits of therapy you know um and like you said uh ephraim you know Sports and, and we've all had a level of sports. We know it's it's mental, you know, as well as physical. But it's it's a mental game, you know. I've unfortunately, the way I operate, I've let people trash talk me out of my game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a head game. Like if your head yeah. is not in it, or you can't you can't uh, push through, you know, uh, then you lose, and it's a struggle. So I, you know, that's why I always and I and I'm glad. Uh, Matt kind of cleaned it up because I was saying need, but it is there's a benefit, you know, yeah. in having someone to get you back into that mental health, you know, to how you feel. Let's what's what is it that's really holding you? You know, what is it about the situation that you can't let go? You know, let's work on that so that we can get you right. You know, and my prayers at least, you know, sitting felt, I'm sure they got therapists, psychologists, everybody, you know, mental health professionals on staff ready. You know, for situations to yeah. just like physical, like you get hurt, injured, let's rub you out, let's get you back out there, let's get your head back in the game, so that you could be whole enough, you know, to operate. Um, so I, yeah. so I, I just bring that up, just how a a game, like everybody's focused on winning. What is this? And this like the beginning of the. This ain't the playoffs, but this is it, like yeah, it, this it, playoff it, indica- it, indications. Yeah, that's why. Right. Yeah. And so you know, you're at the height, one of the heightened spaces outside of. Super Bowl that you're at, you're in, and this situation happens. Now it's like you questioning everything. You know, yeah. like the the word is this worth it? And if I was an older player, I'm looking <clears> like, <throat> you know, like you know, babe, what we got? Can we get out? You know, like, are we in the space that I can just chuck chuck this? Because I don't want that to happen to me. You know, um, yeah, yeah I, you know. And if I had a son, I promise, I I, I think I. After this, I'll pull them out, man. I'll pull them out of sports. And, and it's kind of the same pattern I feel with um, with school. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of um, – it's been set as the traditional path, you know. And, like, some of the fun has been removed out of it. Like, the camps they have for these kids now. And I ain't talking about young adults, uh, high school freshmen. I went to a camp. You know, they had the freshmen. Seat, but everybody was like – you know, at least 14 or 15, like they got camps for six and seven year olds now. Like, I'm like, come on, let the let, let, let bro have have a little fun because everybody's not gonna make it to that level. And even the ones who make it to that level ain't gonna make 
you know, that's right. the, you know, you're not super rich just because you got in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? You do a good three years in the league, you, you did great. But uh, it, it's 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 a violent sport. Uh, there's a lot of mental into it. But but uh, yeah, I think I think you're on point, Ad. Like it brought out, like Pat said, you know, they brought out a very human moment. You know what I mean? It, 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 it was never fun. <laughs> it was for me, mom. <laughs> I think I think you know my mom was my softball coach as a, as a <laughs> we about winning. Yeah, uh, we don't. We don't no, I think but, you know. Here's the, the challenge with with young people in sports. You know, it's it's the grown ups trying to live vicariously through yeah. the young people. That's yeah. what makes it so ugly uh, an experience, or it can be an ugly experience when you have people trying to relive their lives. You know? Yeah. And, and but the other part of it, you know, e, I heard you say, you know, I pull my son out, you know, but if that's what he really wants to do, that, you know, that even that has to require conversation, communication, yeah, openness, you know, uh, because to pull him here, you know, how does he fill that void? You know, how do you tell your son what he's going to have fun at? Yeah, you know, those are the things that we have to think about because there are repercussions to all of those decisions that we make. Right. Uh, even for our for our children, we right. want we, I don't want you to get hurt. I understand, you know, but people have gotten divorced. Are you never going to get married because somebody in your family got a divorce? Right. You know, it's we, not it's not not quite the same, but I get what you're saying. It's but. it's not. But the thing is, when you're talking to a child, you're developing a pattern of behavior. Right. We don't I'm, see I'm, we don't we don't we don't look down the line at that type of conversation. Look, looking down the line. Is there any benefit to that? Any benefit to what? Like, could could it, this also be a positive reinforcement in his mind? Absolutely. My but dad, that, my dad said something terribly about. Really, you, you got to really expand that conversation and make sure you know. You, first of all, you understand how the young people feel about it. We we have to protect our children. That that's a that's an absolute fact. But I, what I've learned is some of the protections that I put in place for my child weren't handled properly. I can receive that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, Matt, let me ask you a question. Uh, like, you know, when it comes to sports and children, you know, there could be some that will push through that want to win and do things, you know, like what's the check-in? Like, um, could there be too much, you know, because for, you know, you look at your children, like, is it you being lazy, <laughs> you know, like you just don't want to, you know, or is it like, it's just really ain't what you want to do, you know, yeah. or, you know, because in our minds, like, is it because it's getting hard? Because you're like, gotta push through. It might be hard. You gotta push through. You know, yeah. it's it, and you you don't want your children just to be able to flake every time it gets a little tough. But at the same time, we're all aware that you know you might be at a point that just this just isn't your thing. Right. You know, I, I think as parents, a, a part of our responsibility is making sure that we provide as many opportunities for our kids to thrive you know and right, sports right. is one of those things that allow them to expand themselves mentally socially emotionally physically you just have to know what you know what what your kids capacities are and, and even what your capacities are what what makes sense for you and the future that you desire for your kid right your kids you know i, I think sports could be a great benefit for those for a period of time and for those who, who have the talent and the capacity to go all the way by all means if that's your their desire that's their desire. Go forth. For me, I, I stopped watching and participate. I mean, I, I still play sports, you know, but I stopped watching sports a, a long time ago. And I felt kind of 
embarrassed a little bit. I'm like, bro, I don't know what these guys are talking about. <laughs> you know, I had don't to worry. Go, Just hang with me, brother. Just hang with me. I had to go Google it. It's, it's not that I didn't watch football. I used to watch right. football all the time. I used to be a Bills fan. And Pastor and I had this conversation thanks to the Cowboys is part of the reason why I'm not a sports fan right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the deeper part of it for me was separating because of the emotional uh, weight that it has on a lot of us, you know, like sometimes people leave from Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and they can't get up the next morning because it's so emotionally heavy for them. And wow. yeah. for me, as a husband, as a father, as a business owner, I needed to have more clarity going into the week and coming from a, you know, 12 o'clock game, you know, trying to stay up and watch my team right. get spanked by the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. for me, could you could you say that one more time? It just nah, 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 you, it's you, therapeutic. Nah, it's okay. You, one time, you, one time you know. is good. You're good. But, so for me, the, the, for me, the investment isn't worth it. You know, so I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't watch it. You know, for those who do, good for you, but I don't watch. I, I think it, it wasn't doing well for my mental and emotional mm-hmm. state. Losing and, and the investment of emotion that it takes to right. actually manage being a fan and manage, right. you know, trying to know all these things that's too much information man if you take that information bank and most men as far as what they know about sports if you take that data you know bandwidth that's in there man you you can do a lot with that so i think once i remove myself from that i I saw my capacity and other areas go up yeah there's an emotional piece that goes with it like we i I mean i like how you put it it's kind of but it's embedded you know it's going to be on every thanksgiving we're going to watch uh, somebody uh, – I think I've done watched LeBron for like the last eight Christmases wow. uh, play, you know. So right. it, it, there's an emotional investment, and it has ruined my day, you know what I mean, like a loss, <laughs> uh, you know. And I've, I have had great days. And I, yeah. I still don't know why the Heat didn't send me a ring when we won. You know, like my, <laughs> I'm that invested. Um, and I thought that, you like, was that every team right? was losing because I wasn't watching the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just if – they can hit me through the TV, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, and I, and I know it sounds funny, but I'm dead serious. Like it's that tied to like, you know what I'm saying? To 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 the sport, and it, it does take a lot. Um, but like that's the biggest takeaway for me this week because I've never seen anything like this. I, and I, I'm glad Kane brought it up. I forgot all about 9/11, but like uh, it did make it really human, you know what I'm saying? And it made it really like, you know, uh, made you think about what you put into what you do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, even if it's a job or, you know, there's, you know, football is not the only dangerous job that people have. You know, you got ice road truckers and coal miners. You know, you got some people that really put their life on the line uh, trying to feed their family. And it's just right. kind of to think that it can be gone like that made it right. bigger than sports. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff said something great. He said, uh, exact example, I went through Boy Scouts with my son. <laughs> Years later, we both confessed. We both mm. didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> both disliked it. And you think I, if right. I could go back, I wouldn't. I would I definitely wouldn't play football in college. That messed my whole head up. Um, it, it didn't. Yeah, I was pledging and couldn't walk on grass at the time. And then that that made it even worse. And then we, uh, if high school, I would have. I, I wrestled. I played baseball. I wrestled and I um, played football. I would have dropped everything and just wrestled. You know what I mean? I saw way more in there. But and Matt, no, I mean we from Florida. Right. There's a high expectation and a high like a vibe for sports, and it's all you do. You know, we got right. sunlight all all year round, so that's what right. we do. But right. I mean, I'm five eight, 
You know what I'm saying? What's the chances? You know what I'm saying? That I'm making it to the league. You, you gotta have it, super it, skills at that height. You gotta have super skills and crazy, crazy numbers. And I didn't have that. So uh, you know, That's good. and maybe my family thought, like, well, he enjoyed it too much. Don't tell him, you know what I'm saying? But my last football game, I played uh Florida Atlantic and at Florida Atlantic, and my whole family came out. I got in one play. I was hurt. Wow. I was hurt. I was hurt. And yeah. um, you know, the, you know, they all shouted my name from the stands, and I'm just looking like that's 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 more embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They but, were shouting uh, your name from the stands, bro. Shouted, they <laughs> they shouted your name, or did they shout Rudy? My, no, my name and my and this my, my I got you. you got or whatever. Hold on, she, this man united a whole family, bro. You got a mute pastor, man. He, he united the whole family to say my name in like in like, bro. It was crazy. I, we I had her. She she divorced him. Uh, he don't come around no more. His name is Fred. Fred is out the family, bro. Like it was a horrible Fred's, moment. You know what I'm saying? Trying to I, help out, man. No, Fred, bro. You see, you see what it did, Fred. You see these boy playing me over here, man. And it was a tough game. I'm from. I went to school in Jacksonville, but I'm you know FAU. We, you know, right. we from the bottom, so I played there at the bottom. So it was it was tough, man, and it messed with my head a lot. Oh, and uh, you know, hey, man, and for that to be the a, last I got a game. Free session available for you, bro. How loud, man? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I come. It's crazy, you. bro. And it messed, it messed with me a lot. So it really had me. And of course, I made friendships and emotions. And I mean, back then I was in shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's all kind of benefits from it. But like, I'm, I'm telling you, if I could turn back hand time, bump all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I wasted two years in college. On, well, not wasted, but I put two years in, right, right. Um, you know, and then that, that messed with other right, stuff. So what we do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Pastor. Uh, Rudy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, this man was pulling his heart out. You oh, okay. right. You feel me? Matt, we appreciate of, you. For being Listen, here, that's man. part Thank of the reason why sharing. people don't go to therapy, man. We're right there. <laughs> 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 go get That's just what they're going to say. Right there. Right there. There we hey, go. I got to go, go, fellas, man. Uh -oh. Stay blessed. Uh -oh. All right, man. Have a good day, bro. See you next week, man. All right. Thank you. Oh, so. Sad, 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 Y'all take it easy. All right. All right, so we're going to get out of here. We appreciate you he guys. Go, he go cry when he get in the car. It's <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> yeah, you did wrong for that one, brother. You did wrong for that one. Told you appreciate you, mama. <laughs> you have to do something with your son. Do something. Hey, yeah. I had to change the mood, man. They picking me up and passing me. So, yeah, NFL play. Yeah, we talked about the rich. His name is Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. So Jeff so short, he can't ride the the, the rides at the uh at the fair. That's calm. That's calm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put you in timeout for the day, sir. <laughs> hey, I'm only five eight, man. All right. So listen, guys, we appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Hopefully, you got something out of this. It was a great conversation. I loved it. I loved it. We dig into um, therapy and opening up. Uh, we look forward to seeing Matt next week. <laughs> and again, Happy New Year. Um, I don't know what's the rule about how long you're supposed to say Happy New Year, but I guess whoever you see that you haven't seen since last year, <laughs> is, that, is that the rule? That's so it's like, rule. even if it's in June, hey, if I didn't say it, 
Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, five nine. Oh, Richard. Richard. Oh, Richard's tall. five nine. <laughs> Love you too, Mama Corey. Love you too, um, Mama. Make sure you continuously share. Uh, and and so, Kadeem, what do you want to uh, what do you want to talk about? Oh man, it's too late now. I I, <laughs> I need I needed some feedback, but. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it up next week. I mean, uh, Friday, if I, if I can remember. I, I ain't going to worry about it. <laughs> it was with me. Is that one of why the guys in my daddy was with me? So silly. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. 988. You or someone you love is having a mental health crisis. 988. Real talk. Um, get somebody urgently on the phone. Um, don't do it alone. If, if you're struggling, if you have someone you can call out to, you know, Life, life gives its ups and downs. You know, if, you, if you're going through something, you know, in, and we always joke about, but phone a friend, talk to somebody, real talk, talk to somebody. Sometimes you just, I just need you on the phone. I'm a vent. You ain't got to say nothing. I just got to get it out. You know, I just need someone right here because I'm in a bad headspace. And, and, you know, suicide is probably the biggest of things that you can do, but there are levels of, of stuff of bad decisions that could happen between that you know so man i'm about to go do you know i'm about to react this way you know so if you're feeling that you know and, and a lot of times it happens in relationships you know going through with your lady or and it's something you feel like ah call somebody let them talk you down like because in the end it's not worth it all right well um, and th think about this though uh, ad because he said something. He said, you know, playing the sport, your head has to be in the game. Right. Right. And whether you playing a sport, a high end sport or. Can someone talk to Jeremy Renner? You could be running your snowplow trying to push snow out of the way and your head not be in the game. Jeremy Renner's in critical condition right now because of snowplow. You know, how do you how does a snowplow run over you when you have to be driving it? Right. What were you doing? You know, he's right. and people don't know this story. Jeremy Renner, uh, Hawk, Hawkeye, Hawk, whatever. Oh, that him. I didn't know what happened to. Him. Okay, so that yeah, uh, yeah, the snowplow, and he lost a lot of blood. He's in a in a in a bad state. Right. And and um, the question is, how does it run over your leg, and right. you have to drive it? Somebody right. has to be driving it. Right. Right. So, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You yeah. could be a, a, a an Uber driver, yeah. and your head not be in the game. 100%. And something go wrong and it changes right. the course. You know, you could be in the kitchen cooking. Like, yeah. that's why it's important to have somebody have an outlet to be able to talk because sometimes we're carrying weight and we don't even realize why things are so heavy because right. we haven't talked about it. I had no idea that's what was bothering me. Right. You yeah. know, and, and right. that's the danger of not having someone to talk to, to having an outlet. Definitely. All right, guys. So appreciate you. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Um, continuously share, tell someone that you haven't spoke to in a while that you love them. Um, and listen, make sure you share, make sure you share the broadcast. I'm trying to do some things here, guys. So thank you for supporting all those that have been come through every single day um, and hang out with us. All right. So see you guys tomorrow. Know that we love you. Jesus loves you more. Continue to stay safe, make good choices, and peace out.